What's good, everybody? It's Kim in the back with my tea of the day. Welcome back to season two, episode seven of my channel. Thank y'all for everyone who listens around the world. It really means a lot. It just really helps me just speak my mind and be free and be open and just have my opinions and just talk my shit. So thank y'all for listening. Please let a friend know, let a family member know. We on, we on to something, I think. Let's get into my topic of today, violence. Specifically, like, domestic violence and specifically domestic violence and toxic masculinity. Now, hand in hand, it really is. So let's break down nine types of violence, of violence and abuse. One could be physical, which occurs when someone uses a part of their body one object to control a person's actions. We see that play out a lot. Physical, which would be domestic violence. Sexual, occurs when a person is forced to unwillingly take part in sexual activity. Emotional, occurs when someone says or does something to make a person feel stupid or worthless. Psychological, occurs when someone was Someone uses threats and causes fear in an individual to gain control. Spiritual occurs when someone uses an individual's an individual's spiritual beliefs to manipulate, dominate, and control that person. Cultural occurs when an individual is harmed as an as a result of practices that are part of her, his or hers culture, religion, or tradition. Verbal abuse occurs when someone uses language, whether spoken or written, to cause harm to an individual. Financial occurs when someone controls an individual with financial resources without the person's consent or misuses those resources. <clears throat> Neglect occurs when Someone has the responsibility to provide care, assistance for an individual, but does not. Domestic violence refers to violent behavior between current or former partners, typically when one partner tries to exert power and control over the other. I call him handsy. I call this term handsy. It could be a woman being um, domestically abusing her partner, or it could be a man domestically abusing, abusing his partner. It can happen in um, cis relationships or gay relationships. But why be in these relationships? And how is this really showing up in our men that we're trying to raise? How is this showing up in society? How is these actions and these these attacks, how are they showing up in our life? Why are we still allowing this to happen? Why are we in this relationship if we're being abused? What's making us stay? What is it in us that is attracting that type of person? And what is it in us to allow that to happen to us? Why would we put ourselves in a relationship that is not benefiting us, that's attacking us, that's beating us, that is 
fucking us up. But is it because we love them? Is it because the sex is good? <clears throat> is it just something familiar because you're just so used to being beaten? So you just don't know your worth? I'm trying to figure this out. Well, let's see how domestic violence and toxic masculinity go hand in hand. When society puts much pressure on men to behave in an unconnected way, sometimes men can begin to normalize power and control as perpetrators. They can also then ignore and not recognize when they are victimized by domestic violence. Because from an early age, males are taught to behave, to believe, they should be able to handle physical and emotional abuse. Not having recognition of their own victimization can lead to non-representation of male domestic violence victims. By exposing young boys to the, stereoty- to the stereotypes of toxic masculinity, society has maintained control of how men should behave. This includes the phrases like, man up, men don't cry. Or stop acting like a girl. This in return has made it a challenge to raise the boys to any new light. To help put a dent in changing the statistics of domestic violence. We can expose our sons to being human instead of a man's man. This can include ensure this can include ensuring boys that they can be tough without proving themselves constantly they can accept defeat and if they need to cry it is safe to do so we can assure our sons that it is okay to ask for help with more compassionate with more compassionate role models a young man can create their own idea of what a man is or should be So from that excerpt, once us as men really dig deep into our own traumas, our own victimizations, our own stereotypes and how we was raised, it may not begin to, it can stop showing up in our relationship and in any aspect of our life where we have to be physical instead just walk away like if it gets to that point in a relationship whether it's friendship whether it's a relationship and that person that you're with really puts you to that point where you feel like you have to put hands on them then they're not for you and if you're on the opposite side who's the one getting beaten why are you still there what is it like I don't want to blame you for staying, I just want to understand why you would stay in an unhealthy relationship when you're being abused. Because I don't, I don't understand it. I can't understand a person who would just sit there day in and day out and be abused, whether it's physical or emotional. Abused. A lot of people have been emotionally abused and they don't even know it. 
they don't even know how <clears throat> fucked up they are because of all the words that they heard when they were younger. They was ugly. They would never amount to anything. You're useless. You're not worth it. I don't need you. Like, all of these words can hurt. And sometimes they hurt you more than any fist or, or hand would. But we need to understand our worth. We need to understand why we're putting ourselves in these predicaments and why we're allowing and condoning things to happen. And chiming in or like going back to my last episode about accountability, it falls right in there because how are we really taking accountability for allowing this to happen? Yeah, like fool me fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, maybe shame on you. I mean shame on me again. Fool me a third time? Shame on me. I'm allowing this. I'm condoning this. I'm allowing this to continue to be a pattern and to continue to show up in my life. And maybe you don't understand. Maybe there's no warning of why you're allowing it. Maybe you don't even know that you're allowing it. Maybe you don't even know that you've been abused because you've been abused so many times. And it happens. And unfortunately, it happens a lot in our community where we don't necessarily understand that we've been abused or that we've even dealt with a lot of the stuff that we've dealt with. And it's a cultural thing. It's a generational curse, per se. But we need to really do our self-inventory. And we really need to look inside ourselves and understand and fix the traumas that we have. Because that's everyone has been a victim at one point in time. But you can't live in the victimhood. You have to move out. You have to become a survivor because that's what it is to you know live that's what it is to be in this world be a human being we have to survive everyone's gonna have their stories everyone's gonna have their traumas but yeah but in terms of toxic masculinity and domestic violence these individuals are fighting to be heard especially if it's men who are being the aggressor, then they're fighting to be heard. And we need to realize, or they need to realize, they need to get crystal clear of why are they fighting to be heard? And why they're just not being heard? Because why are they putting their hands in you? It's something that takes them them, that they're trying to defend themselves. Well, maybe when they were younger and they were being emotionally abused or physically abused or sexually abused. Whatever that may look like. Or it's been a pattern in their family. They've seen the mom get beat. They've seen their father get beat or whatever that looks like. And they're continuing the pattern. And we need to break this pattern. We need to break the cycle. Man needs to be able to be as open as ever. Because they're human beings. Especially black men who's already dealing with a lot being black because we're a threat. We are hated just for being us, just for being fabulous, just for being our, our skin tone, our skin color. We're a threat. 
automatically. And with knowing that, we need to then, when they come to coming home, we need to make sure that they're heard. We need to make sure that they are okay to cry. They are okay to have emotions, show emotions, as much or as little as possible. But we need to get them comfortable enough to be as emotionally involved in their own stability, and their own growth as possible. Because the more that they are emotional, the better off they can understand things and understand their patterns and their their toxic traits. Because we all have them. Whether we want to believe it or not, some, of course, are a lot more toxic than others. But people are toxic. And we have to really continue to grow and continue to fix our toxic traits to make them not so toxic. To save them off of us. So we can live longer and we can have happier and longer relationships. Without being without being handy. Because once it gets to being handy then <clears throat> it's a problem. Because clearly you lost respect in me. You lost respect in yourself. And now what? What are we doing? So anyone who's in a domestic relationship please call out, call out for help. And get your help. Get counseling afterwards. Really go through the steps and go through the emotions of being abused. Because once you really admit it, you sit there and you sit in your truth, no one can take that away from you. But you have to sit in your truth and say, I've been abused. And after saying, I've been abused, you have to then want to get out. You want to have to want to get better. You have to want to grow. You have to want to really look in the mirror, look at yourself and say, how did I get here? And never allow that to happen again. Unfortunately, a lot of people who've been abused usually find someone to abuse them again. And they may not even notice the trait that they have. The instinct that they have. So similar. Could be completely two different people. Two different people on the spectrum. But for whatever reason, that person likes that trait. Unknowingly. So we really need to dig deep and find what those traits are and how we can avoid those traits and those people in the long run. Because domestic violence is not cool. It's not cool to witness. It's not cool to be around. It's not cool to see the aftermath. All you want to do is just help. But then sometimes you just don't know how to help. How to fix that problem. Let's be clear, domestic violence, toxic masculinity, let's be clear of toxic traits like ghosting, like we spend all this time talking, getting to know each other, and then out of the blue you just stop writing me or stop hitting me up or there's no conversation ever again and there's no explanation why. I think that's like one of the worst things you can you can do it to a person or in a relationship especially like when it's brand new you're really just trying to get to know this person you punt your letting your your guards down you're really giving them your representation you're giving them yourself and next thing you figure out i don't know like they just disappeared out of the blue and you just don't understand why 
But we just have to realize, like, most of the time, it's a sign that it probably wasn't going to work. They probably realized it. I just wish that they would have been man enough or woman enough to let you know, like, hey, I don't think that we're, we'll be good together or I don't think I'm ready for you because I'm, I'm not in the best space in my life to really give you all you deserve. Because a lot of the time is they're not ready for you. You're in a great spot. You're in a great place. You're doing XYZ. You're doing amazing. And a lot of people may be intimidated by that. And instead of just having the words or having the gunshot to just say, hey, I'm a little jealous of you. I don't know if this can work because we're in two different places in our life or whatever that could be. Instead of you just say nothing, you just disappear. I've had that happen a lot of times, just like everyone else. And it just hurts sometimes. And then it makes you kind of not want to even try again when you've been ghosted. Especially how people ghost people these days. It's just like, it's childish. It's just sad. It's unbelievable. But then it's great when karma kicks them right in the butt and they get ghosted as well. Because then now they understand how they made you feel. I'm not saying that there will be an apology or XYZ, but now they understand how they made you feel because they just felt that same situation. They just felt powerless. They just felt like, damn, am I not enough? I love the term toxic masculinity only because it's we make it toxic. Us as a world, us as a culture, us as a generation. We made masculinity toxic. But now we need to untoxify it. We need to let it be free. Let it have its balls hang out. Like, let it be free as can be. And let it blossom and grow into these beautiful men. Who we all want. Like, yes... Some people have a certain type or X, Y, Z, but don't we all just want a man who can be loyal, who can be trustworthy, he won't cheat, who has, you know, good sex, and who I would say would I can grow with, I can be emotional with, and they can be emotional with me. That is like the, beautiful, the most beautifulest thing to find a man who can just be emotional with you. And who can just show you their scars and not care. I open their trunk of of secrets and stuff and not care. Just be so vulnerable to the point where it's like you really connect. You really understand each other. Instead of all of these hard men who just have half of the things that you probably would be looking for. Who is not that intriguing. Who just... You can't read them. I can't deal with a person who I can't read. I need to be able to... Not necessarily read you completely. But I still need to be able to get in. I still need to be able to... See where your head is at. And see... Make sure that you understand where my head is at. And... We're on the same page. But if we can't have that because it's toxic toxic masculinity. Or... You're not being a man then... 
I don't know. We need to really rewrite what a man is. We really need to get away with training our kids to think that they can't cry as men. They can't be vulnerable. They can't let people in. It has to be physical. They have to be aggressive. Because that's not true. That, that doesn't... That's not the definition of a man. And if you still believe that in 2021, I don't know what to tell you, but... In 2021, we're getting rid of toxic. We're, we're debunking that. And we're just masculinity. We're just... Gonna probably take out the word masculinity, masculinity as well, because it doesn't define what a man is. I want a man. I don't want a, a masculine man, necessarily, but I want a man. But however that looks like. And however that shows up in, you know, your life and people. But thank you for listening to Kimmy with the C's channel. It's been great. Laters.